Okay. How you doing? I'm good, Sean. How are you? Doing great. I'm good. Thank you so much for chatting with me. I really do appreciate it. No, it's awesome. Um, Americond is, uh, I mean, it's terrifying. <laughs> it really is a, it really is a heart wrenching and terrifying subject and film. Um, how did you come to be involved? What, what made you want to tell the story? So it was brought to me by, uh, producer, uh, Dave Patterson and producer, uh, Jeffrey Mann, um, a while back, right around the, the uh, 09, 08 uh, financial crisis. Um, and we thought about starting it then, and then everything fell apart. And like, you know, uh, we all got slammed. Uh, we watched the banks get bailed out um, and none of us got bailed out. Uh, so we rebuilt. And then uh, that and also my background, you know, from my family, uh, immigrants from Ireland, uh, who were able to come from extreme poverty to come to the United States and get on that path to the middle class by working hard and, and just watching that being eroded, um, you know, year after year after year. Um, and the, the middle class with it made it, uh, you know, in a, a very uh, compelling movie to make. And uh yeah, I mean, it is it is a bit of a horror, but we have a you know we we have hope at the end, and I think there is hope, um, and the, the pendulum is swinging uh, if we continue to swing it. That that is absolutely true. Um, as the you know, I'm, I'm glad that the ending is a little bit on a positive because with what we see, it's and I I mean this is the thing about documentaries is seeing the truth on screen. But when you see and hear the stories of these people, your heart just breaks. Um, and I love what you, you talked about there about your family coming over the Irish. I'm wondering, is there a, a certain point that you think the American dream really sort of died? Like it's, is it, is it completely dead? Cause it certainly seems to be, but the idea seems to still be around. Yeah. So people are still coming here because of that dream. Um, and we were number one, the middle class and the path of middle class was number one solidly from the new deal, you know, to about 1975. Um, and it is harder than it's ever been or as in, in, you know, our, maybe our grandparents, since our grandparents were alive, uh, to ascend to the middle class or stay in a class the whole time. Hmm. Um, but, uh. Uh, I, I have great hope. I mean, you know, Chris Smalls uh, and like six, seven, ten of his uh, people went up against the richest man in the world at the time and were successful and won. So when we organize, when we don't become cynical, when we are able to uh, get passionate and fight back, um, you know, we can move mountains with very few people. And that gives me great hope. That's, you know, that's exactly what the message you want to communicate with this film and the message we need to hear, uh, for sure. Um, what One of the things, you know, as you're talking about it here, I mean, we talked about the hope aspect, but one of the things that comes up in the film is the idea, or uh, somebody makes a comment that our system is set up to make people feel guilty. And I, that's something I've never heard before. I thought that was fascinating. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, so, so we, you know, I met hundreds and hundreds of people driving around the country, you know, we, we shot in 23 states. Um, we drove like 32,000 miles. Hmm. 
Um, and we ran into so many people that were struggling or they were falling out of the working class into poverty or homelessness or falling out of the middle class into, in, you know, in, in, into uh, uncertainty. And they couldn't understand why because they're working harder than they've ever worked. And they don't realize that it's all on purpose. And it's been a plan put in place since the late 60s that really started taking hold in the mid 70s and really took off in the 80s. Uh, and it's it's a, you know, it's a written plan <laughs> uh, that they put billions and billions of dollars to get uh, the Congress, to get the lobbyists in place and to take the courts, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so they don't know why. So when you don't know why, then you're easily manipulated. And it's the, it's the guys coming over the border that are, that are doing it, or it's the, you know, the other, right? And that makes it very scary. That, and we're seeing, you know, like January 6th, you know, it, be, it becomes easy to manipulate people when they feel like they're falling out of their status, whether real or perceived. And that's what's happening. And we're, you know, and, you know, we, we, we focus, we, we get democracy and capitalism conflated. Uh, I'm not saying capitalism is bad, but um, you need to balance it. You need to, you know, depending, it's a natural disaster, you turn up the socialism. If there's a depression, you turn up the socialism. You know, when people get old, you take care of them. If people are sick, you take care of them. You know, if you don't, it's, you know, who wants to live in that country? Yeah, it, it, it really is terrifying to me. And, and, you know, I like that you brought up January 6th, because I mean, we see, that's just one example that we've seen in the last five years. So we've seen protests, we've seen people marching the streets for all sorts of issues of inequity, financial, social. Um, and it is amazing to me how narratives are getting almost toxic across the board. This is on purpose. So they, they poll, like, you know, places like the Heritage Foundation, they poll to see what divides people, hmm. right? And, and they're seeing that, you know, they're seeing that um, trans people are very, poll very, you know, to divide. So they're, you know, they're going after that. They're going after the education that polls, that narrative polls well to separate people. Um, you know, they spend a lot of money to do this because the reality is they don't want to help anyone. They just want to extract. They've extracted about $50 trillion from the working and middle classes since 1975. And that's just going up. So they have nothing to offer. So they have to divide or they're going to lose power. Um, it's, it's scary. But, you know, uh, once you see this movie, you can't unsee it. No, and that's that's exactly the point. Uh, I think so much of the film, as you watch it, it's it's when I say it's unwatchable, I mean that in a good way, <laughs> because it is like you've captured moments that are difficult to watch, and it's just there, it's just reality right there. This you're not playing with, you know, tweaking facts or information. You're just bring showing showing people the the state of the the nation right now, and 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 the brokenness that's there. Um, I, I thought it was fascinating that you opened with this quote, uh, opened with that quote from, uh, forgive me if I mispronounced, D. Brandes, 
I think is how uh, Brandeis, yeah. Brandeis. The Supreme Court judge, yeah. Yes, yes. He says democracy and wealth are absolutely opposed to one another. I, I, is that true? Do you think that's true? No, well, that's not exactly the quote. Um, oh. It's uh, it's basically you can have um, all of the wealth in the hands of a few, or you can have a democracy, but you can't have both. Hmm. So, uh, you know, when you get top heavy with all the wealth that's been extracted to a very small amount of people, the middle class collapses and the, and the, the poor increases, it goes unstable. And it's basically three things, uh, you have three things that happen, police state, authoritarian rule, or, um, or a revolution. Well, none of those are good. <laughs> Uh, revolutions don't turn out the way you want them to, uh, most 99% of the time, um, and would, you know, destroy the economy. We, we can change it. We just have to decide and, and vote for and, and do it ourselves. We have to organize ourselves, each of us, um, or we're not going to have a country that we want to live in. Well, and, and that sort of leans into what I was one asked to is in your perspective, and I know you talk a little bit about it in the film, but what, what do you think needs to happen to help bring, bring some hope to these, these families across the board, or just help fix the system? Yeah, so I think we have to organize, all of us. It's, it's beyond the point where we can just sit back. Um, we need to find leaders that will uh, push for the middle class, the you know, equality across all people, no matter you know race, gender, religion. That should not matter. I mean, that's in our constitution, uh, and we have to fight. And now, you know, there there is, you know, in World War II, everyone was you know got together collectively and pushed and we have to do that now to save to save uh you know the middle class and the economy and the democracy and you know when i see small groups of people doing amazing things i get really hopeful and i'm really excited and i think we can do it we just have to educate the people so they know what's happened and and that collectively we can make great change uh, i i love that idea of just coming together because I this and this goes into spinning the narrative so much because as we talked about um, when you bring division you prevent that and and the more you spin those stories and go after certain groups you you prevent the people from doing that sort of thing um, and I guess I mean revolution looks different now than it did hundred years ago or even 20 years ago in so many ways, but it still requires the same sort of um, draw together. Yeah. And, you know, I do not uh, push for a revolution. Certainly, I think we can do it within the system. Right. Sorry. Uh, I don't, I mean that yeah. metaphorically. I yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I understand. I'm not fighting. Yes, let's go. Yeah, yeah no, I, I just want to be clear. Um, but, you know, we did it before, right? It's in the yes. movie. We did it before, right? In the, in the thirties. And we can do it again. And we built the best middle class in the world and made a strong democracy because of it. Uh, and we can do it again. We did it. We can do it here in this country. And that's what I really wanted to, to you know, bring home in the movie. 
is that uh, this is not some, you know, thing that happened somewhere uh, else. We did it here and we can do it again. We just have to get busy and, and, and make it happen. I appreciate that. Sean, thank you so much for the time. Uh, the film really is powerful and it is, I mean, there's, it's a hard watch, but in the best of ways. And I, I really do appreciate the chance to chat with you about it. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. And then uh, uh, June 13th, it's, it's everywhere. So if you go to uh, www.americon.com, you can see all the info. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks, Sean. Thank you.